0: This is episode 44 on the Millennial Life School podcast on how to find gratitude even when you feel like you aren't good enough. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Millennial Life School podcast, where it's all about inspiring and encouraging 20 to 30 something year olds as we figure life out together. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Millennial Life School podcast. It's currently Thanksgiving season here in America, and many of us see this as a holiday for just stuffing ourselves with so much food until we feel like we can't breathe and pass out with food coma. But something that I want to talk about in this season is not about our hunger for food, but about our hunger for love acceptance, and belonging. And in this season of Thanksgiving, how can we find gratitude even when we feel like we're not good enough? Mother Teresa once said, quote, The greatest disease in the West today is not TB or leprosy. It is being unwanted, unloved, and uncared for. We can cure physical diseases with medicine, but the only cure for loneliness, despair, and hopelessness is love. There are many in the world who are dying for a piece of bread, but there are many more dying for a little love. The poverty in the West is a different kind of poverty. It is not only a poverty of loneliness, but also of spirituality. There's a hunger for love, as there is a hunger for God. End quote. Man, when I first read that quote, it like made me tear up. So this episode, to date, we're getting real and raw here. And I actually had such a hard time preparing for this episode because I really want people to feel loved, cared for. And grateful this season. But I was wrestling with this difficult conundrum of what can I possibly say on a podcast to try to encourage people who may be feeling lonely, miserable, and ungrateful. It just felt like such a big worldly task of like, what can I do? But you know, this whole podcast is about figuring life out together. And I'm not here to say that I have all my life figured out, that I don't struggle with any of this, and actually more accurately, I'm sharing this because I know what it feels like to feel lonely, unloved, and unwanted. And those feelings really suck. So I just want to come on here today and just share some of the things that I've learned and really just approach this in from the heart of okay this these feelings really suck and I don't want other people to feel that way so I agree with Mother Teresa that the cure for loneliness despair and hopelessness is love and the most creative way that I feel like I can make people feel loved is through sharing some things that's helped me find gratitude and joy Even when I was feeling like I'm not good enough. Because I think this term like being good enough is something that me and my friends, we've been always just talking about like, I don't know why I just always feel like I'm not good enough. I struggle with feeling like I'm not enough. And honestly, in this society, this consumeristic, capitalistic society where we're constantly bombarded by all these ads and marketing stuff, which, to be honest, you know, I am guilty of myself as well because I am in this field of marketing and sales, um, But we're just constantly bombarded with this message telling us that we're not good enough, that we need to have this, we need to have more to feel happier. So no wonder there's so many people who feel like they're just not good enough. So this episode is about how can we find gratitude when we feel like we're not good enough. So let me tell you a story. In the beginning of each new year, I like to have a word that I declare as my word of the year. In January 2021, I've decided that this year's word is surrender. And boy, oh boy, I've been learning how to surrender a lot of things this year. I've been painfully learning how to surrender my own plans and timing. You know that saying? Uh, men plans God lives I feel like this year has been all about that I would plan and then it's like ha 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 very funny Sharon oh yeah you you think you'll be in California in March huh you'll be in California in August you know all these different things I'm like planning 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 and it's just not working out and things just haven't been working out in the way that I planned And I've been learning how to surrender self-sufficiency and independence. And let me tell you, independence is something that we Americans really love and treasure. And I've actually broken up with a guy before with this reason that I just want to enjoy my freedom of being independent. But I've realized that I'm so done with being independent and self-reliant. I can't do life on my own and I need someone to lean on. And so I've been learning how to surrender that. Surrender this pride of self-sufficiency of I can do everything on my own by myself. And also I've been learning to surrender my need to control the future. And I believe that in order to have more love in your life, you need to learn how to surrender. When talking about relationship with a good sister of mine and someone that I look up to as a mentor, she told me that real love is about letting go. And I was like, what? What does that mean? Real love? I have to let go? What? What do you mean about, what do you mean? Letting go. And she said, love looks a lot like surrendering and letting go of a lot of your own expectations and the need for control. You know, I don't know if any any of the girls listening can relate to this, but we girls, we love to have a list of our expectations for our future man, right? We love writing down, okay, he needs to be, you know, this like six feet two inches he needs to have abs like this he needs to be like this and like we list out all our expectations but the sister of mine this friend she's like sharon love is about letting go letting go of your expectations and i was like wait i don't know about that (laughs) like letting go of all my expectations Hmm, not sure if i'm ready to do that But now I'm learning that I think there is some wisdom in that. And you know, when we're talking about this, she said this in terms of romantic relationship, learning to let go. But I think this is also true in the context of learning to be grateful when we feel like we're not enough. Sometimes we hold so tightly to the idea of who we should be that we cannot learn to be grateful for who we are we hold so tightly to the ideas and expectations of who i should be what i should look like where i should be in life by now that we can't be grateful of who we are in the present so i want to ask you what are some things you feel like you have to let go of in this season What is something that you've been holding on to that's making you feel like you're not good enough? Maybe it's an unrealistic expectation of how you should look. Maybe you need to let go of unforgiveness. Maybe you need to let go of perfectionism or let go of your need to control the future. So in coaching, we learn about being present, being present with our clients. And I believe that being present simply means letting go of your need to control the future. So for example, have you ever been in a group setting and you have to go around and introduce yourself to the whole group and while other people are talking about who they are and their name, You can't recall the names of anyone in the group after because while everyone was sharing about who they are, you were too busy rehearsing what you're going to say and how you're going to say it, right? Anyone can relate, right? You are in that moment trying to control the future, rehearse the future, that you're not being present, And it's hard to be loving when you're not present. And likewise, it's hard to feel and acknowledge love when you cannot be present in life. And I think this is also true when learning how to be fully present with God. I think a lot of Christians, and I'm raising my hand here as well, have a hard time just being fully present with God Because we're too busy going to God with our own agenda and plans like he is a genie in a bottle and we try to control our future and we call it praying. No wonder you feel dry and can't feel God's love when you're too busy to just be still and know that he is God. I think the art of learning how to surrender your own insatiable desires for more and your own avarice is learning how to wave the white flag at life and saying, I am not in control and I'm choosing to trust that it is okay to not be in control. So I think the first step in learning how to be grateful, even when you feel like you're not enough is to surrender the constant need to control and quote-unquote fix yourself by buying more, being more, and doing more. Or the need to fix another person or to fix the situation to feel happy. When you know how to surrender, you can learn how to trust And when you learn how to trust, you can learn how to rest. And when you know how to rest, you can learn how to find gratitude. So first, learn how to surrender. And the second thing that I've been learning is to tap into grace. Literally, I've done some coaching sessions myself in 2021 and i would come to my coach with all these like stressful dilemmas and they're like, okay, like this is what I'm dealing with. I don't know why, why I can't get past this barrier. I need help. I want to solve this issue. And oftentimes the conclusion of our coaching session is always me coming to realize I just need to lean into grace in this area of my life. And so like, what is grace? Um, The way that I'm using this word grace is to explain something that I've received that I did not deserve or earn. So something that I've been given for free that I did not do anything to have to earn it. So some of the examples that I can think of of grace is the fact that I didn't do anything to have the sun come up today morning. And I don't have to do anything to have the sun go down. It's that I didn't have to do anything to be able to have this day start. It's that I didn't have to do anything to, be care- to carefully craft this environment to have all the right factors for me to be able to take a breath on earth and to live on earth. It's that I didn't do anything to be able to have this heart that is beating, that is keeping me alive in this moment right now. It's that I get to live in this place and to be able to be born, to be able to meet my parents, to be able to meet my friends, to be able to have the people in my life that I didn't do anything and participate in and creating them. It's all the things that I've received in life, That I didn't earn or deserve. That's grace. And if you're Christian, you might know grace in knowing the gospel. Knowing that even though you're not good enough. And you cannot be good enough to deserve forgiveness of your sins. But God knowing that was like, okay, y'all. I've tried to set all these laws and rules for you to follow. So you guys can live a good, peaceful, flourishing life together. But these humans, man, these humans just keep murdering each other, sleeping with other people's wives, stealing from one another. And man, this is not good. And throughout history, guys just keep failing and failing and failing. And you all deserve to die. But I'm going to pay that wage for you. And instead of you having to be perfect and be good enough to deserve my love, I'm going to choose to love you first, even in your sinful ways. And I'm going to send my son Jesus to live the example of perfect sinless human and to die on the cross on your behalf to pay your price of sins so that if you believe in him, your sins have been covered and is paid for. So now you can have life and have it abundantly and have eternal life. Like, wow, did nothing to deserve it, but I can't believe I have access to this abundant life for free because God loved me while I was still a sinner to have Jesus die on my behalf and pay for my sins. So in the Christian community, we always talk about grace you know, God's grace, God's grace. We always talk about grace in this context of we didn't deserve it, but we received it freely. And I think this idea of grace is so powerful because when you experience that, when you feel that grace in your heart, you can't help but be grateful. So I want to encourage you. What are some of these like grace moments in your life? What are some things that you have received freely when you didn't even deserve it? You didn't do anything to earn it. You didn't have to strive for it. But something great just happened. And I think you know, in this episode, we're talking about how to find gratitude, even when you feel like you're not good enough. But I think I've realized that there is power in knowing that it is actually your weaknesses, the things that you point out and say, this is the thing that I'm lacking. This is why I feel like I'm not good enough. It is those weaknesses that actually invite grace into your life because if you don't have things that you like how can you experience grace of experiencing something great right how can you experience gratitude when you deserved everything right when you earned everything more than gratitude you would feel entitled like i'm, I'm entitled for this But it's because of these weaknesses, because of your quote-unquote not good enough feelings, you can experience gratitude and experience grace in your life. So embrace your weaknesses because those are the things that actually invite grace and invite moments of gratitude into your life. And when you're living in grace, there is a lightness to how you live your life. So I want to ask you, what would it look like for you to live a life of celebrating grace and knowing that there is power in your weakness instead of striving? And to wrap up this episode, last thing I want to say on how to find gratitude even when you feel like you're not good enough is find a way to show love to someone freely. Someone who didn't do anything to deserve something from you, just show love to that person. Because now you're making feeling loved and experiencing grace a reality for someone. And I think this helps to build faith that you can lean into grace and know that there is abundance of love. Maybe this looks like giving warm food and a blanket to someone on the streets. Maybe this can look like supporting someone who is struggling financially with a gift of financial provision. Maybe it's just being kind to a stranger and holding the door for someone walking behind you. Or giving your seat up for someone on the subway. Just like these small acts of kindness and showing love to someone just because i think it's so powerful and lovely and as the famous quote says be the change you want to see in the world so in this season of thanksgiving i want to encourage you guys learn how to surrender how to lean into grace And find a way to freely, selflessly, and gracefully love on someone. So that's pretty much all I have for you guys for this episode. And even if you felt like you were in a pretty negative headspace before you listened to this podcast episode, or you felt like you're not good enough to be loved... I hope that this episode helps you find gratitude this season and that you can feel loved because, well, I created this episode for you, right? Um, I created this episode so that you can feel loved. So I I hope you can feel loved and that now at the end of this episode that you feel encouraged. And I know that it's not easy to surrender to lean into grace and to freely love someone who didn't even earn it but we're all learning and growing together so we can support each other in this journey all right guys thank you so much for listening and for those of you here in america hope you have a wonderful happy thanksgiving and i'll see you guys next week Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode on the Millennial School Podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, share with a friend that you feel like can use a little bit of encouragement. And also, if you want to get started in your journey of self-discovery and learn more about who you are, what you want to do, and start creating a life plan for your future, you can go on my website SharonKilonHan.com. And download the digital copy of Master Your Quarter Life. I truly believe that this little bit of investment in yourself can change your destiny. So if you feel like this is something that's for you, go to my website, SharonKillenHan.com and purchase the digital copy of Master Your Quarter Life. Trust me, this is going to be worth it. That's all guys, thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day.